Welcome to the Unstoppable Business Podcast. Dive into top business trends, ideas, and tips to help you run a better business. Let's jump right in today with your host, Arun Mehra. Hello, Arun here again. Now, today I thought I'd talk about the difficulties I've faced in building my accountancy firm. Now, I've been going about 20 years, and boy, have I had every experience and made every mistake. So I thought I'd kind of go through some of the real mistakes and issues that I've faced. And it's an honest account, um, and you'll hear warts and all um, about my, my background and my history. So I trained as an accountant uh, with, with one of the big four, PwC in London, in the mid to late 90s. And I'd always had a desire to go into banking, become an investment banker and earn the big bucks. And I did. I went and I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Uh, the money was the one only, only one attraction. Everything else was pretty, pretty crap, if I have to be honest with you. Awful. The environment, the culture, the way they treated each other. I thought, you know what? I have to get out of here. So I decided well, with my wife's meter at the time, I'm going to quit. And we'd only just got married a few months earlier. And she was very supportive of me. And she was she was kind of going to be the main breadwinner for a while. She was working dent- a working dentist. And I decided, you know what, I'm out of here. So I, on, I think, February the 22nd, um, I handed in my notice to my boss. And my boss said to me, um, where, which bank are you going to? And I said, well, I'm not going to any bank. I've had enough of banking. And I decided to start on my own. So that was the impetus. That was the starting point. And I then decided, right, what am I going to do? And I didn't really know what I was going to do. Uh, I'd obviously had an accountancy qualification. I never really thought I'd have my own practice at that time. But before I knew it and started talking to people, I kind of started, I had my own practice. Um, My first client was my wife, a dentist. um, And she was just an associate, someone who doesn't own a practice, but just worked in practices. But she had other friends um, who were dentists who owned practices. So I started talking to them. And before I knew it, I had my first handful of clients coming my way as an accountancy practice owner. Now, it wasn't glamorous, um, certainly wasn't. It was hard work and it proved to be much, much more difficult getting clients than I thought. And I managed to get this first client, one of my first clients, and I remember turning up at their place in Essex and they gave me this massive box of papers um, of receipts and bank statements and everything. And I looked at it and I thought, oh my God, what am I going to do? I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do with this information. I trained at one of the big four, but they never really taught us how to prepare a set of accounts from a box of records. Um, my knowledge was like auditing and ticking and bashing, or bashing and ticking, as they said in the days, on auditing. So preparing a set of accounts was completely new to me. Anyway, fast forward, I thought, right, I, I'm not going to do this. I found... Um, online or went online and I decided I need to hire someone so the person I hired um, was my first team member his name was Mahen and he joined my business um, my in the in the busy environments of my wonderful um, kind of um, office which was my dad's dining table um, in his house in Wimbledon and it all started from there really now I, I, I over the years we got more clients we built the book up um, we got all shapes and sizes, practice owners, associates, um, dental groups. and But our focus was predominantly dentistry. It was, the, it was the real sector that we wanted to double down on. But it was hard. Building a niche firm was difficult. Getting dentists to, to buy in. And of course, there was lots of competition out there as well. But over the years, we built up a great team and great business. But as in anything in life, things that you think are going great, at some point, they don't go so great. And a few kind of 
double whammies hit me. Mahen decided to leave and some other team members decided to leave and, and I had to kind of start from scratch again thinking, you know what, I have to build a team again. And I did, again, making mistakes, learning along the way. And I built the team up, we got good clients, we opened up another office in Manchester. But what I've realised over the time was that um, kind of, I suppose, the, my interest levels were waning, okay? What I enjoyed was getting the client, what I enjoyed was uh, meeting new people, what I enjoyed was helping clients improve their services and profits. But quite often or not, um, I didn't necessarily have the right people in place to support the clients with their accounting, with their compliance work, because it was so difficult to hire people. Anyway, I got a team, I had a team, they were pretty good. But then again, one of the team members left and then they decided to try and pinch a whole bunch of clients. Um, How did they do that? By waiting a certain period of time and then obviously undercutting the prices that we were charging. Clients decided to follow, not all, but some clients decided to follow. And that was left a really dirty taste in my mouth thinking, well, who can I trust in business? But you know what? You learn from this, and you make and these types of things just make you stronger and make you better. And it didn't really give me any. Um, I didn't really resent the person at all. I said, "Well, you know what? If they're doing that. That's they're doing that. That's their choice. Uh, was it professional? No. Was it um, the right thing for them to do? In my opinion, no. But you know what? They had to feed their mouths as well, I guess. Um, and I look always look forward. I never look back. However, one of the big things that I had made a big decision when I started off my firm all those years ago was one of the reasons I wanted to leave banking was I didn't really want to work stupid hours. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to bring up my children. And running my own firm has really, really afforded me that luxury to being flexible. I, I dropped my kids. I used to drop my kids at school. I managed to go to all their sports matches or drama rehearsals or ballet dances or whatever it may be. I was always the dad at the gate picking up. I was quite often the dad dropping in the morning as well. Um, and I enjoyed it. And there would, nothing would change that. That was the real pleasure of running my own firm. I'm pretty sure if I'd worked in banking or worked, stayed in the city, there was no chance that was ever going to happen. But by being my own boss, I had that pleasure, had that luxury. Um, of course, it meant sacrifices. Of course, it meant earnings were lower. But you know what? Money comes and money goes. And I felt so, so um, happy that I could actually spend the time with my children, the ones who are growing up, one who's just literally left recently to go to university and one who's just got another few years left at school. So before you know it, be an empty house and I'll have even more time to try and build my business up again and again. But those last 20 years have really given me a real understanding of business. As I said, I made many mistakes. I learned a lot. But I think over the next three or four years, I'm pretty confident that we're going to grow at such an exponential level because I've got the experience. I've made the mistakes. I know who to trust. I've built a team. I've built a massive network, not just in the UK, but overseas as well. But the most important thing, as I said to you earlier, is that I've managed to have a really, really important balanced life, having that time with my family, having that time with my wife, having being able to go on the holidays I've wanted to go to, travel the world with my backpack, um, camper vanning around Europe and other places around the world. Um, and that's been so, so special. So if you're in that point where you're thinking, well, why am I, why am I running my accountancy firm? Um, or you've got a, lost your mojo to some extent, um, you're not the only one. Everyone goes through that. You, uh, I've made zillions of mistakes along the way. I've had millions of problems along the way. But that sort of makes it more interesting, okay? It's never going to be smooth running. 
I've learned in life, business equals problems. If you looked at it very simply, if business equals problems. And if, and you've got to accept that there will be problems in life, in problems in business, but just embrace them, move forward, learn from them, and then hopefully those problems won't arise in the future. I'm certain other ones will. I'm absolutely certain other problems will arise. But the key is enjoy the process and build the team of people that you like that surround you. That means not just your um, team internally, but also the clients. Don't choose the dodgy clients. Don't choose the clients who are just going to be a headache and just demanding and who don't want to pay you. Get the right people. It's ultimately a people business, being an accountant, running your own firm. And if you have the wrong people around you or you're surrounded by the wrong people, it's just going to be a painful exercise as well. So in summary, I've had a brilliant 20 years okay absolutely brilliant 20 years I didn't really necessarily create the largest firm in the world um, that I had anticipated when I started out with the arrogance of an ex-investment banker but you know what I've created something that I'm really proud of and I really really enjoy doing and I think what I've learned also is that you think that things are going to take six weeks or six months sometimes they take six years or may may even take longer Um, that's life and um, I've learned also that You've got to be in the game and then you've got to stay in the game for the long term. And building a business is a long term game. I've always had int- I've always had people come approach me, or oh, would you like us to buy your firm? Um, not only my, my accounting firm, but we have also in dental clinics, private equity getting involved. And we've always been tempted. The, the, the checkbook's always there, but it's you, you think, you know what? Well, no, this is a long term game. This is something I enjoy doing. And when I sell up, what else am I going to do? So for on that note, I will leave you there. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I hope you gave me some insight, some inspiration, some motivation. And uh, if you need any help, just give me a shout. Thank you. And that's a wrap for another episode of the Unstoppable Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it today. And please do share us on social media and make sure you do subscribe. Thank you very much.